0: Welcoming traveler. Get ready to level up in that as you put off.
1: hey there, hi there, ho there, campers. If you're looking for Corey, uh, I will be stepping into the Debo Samuel role for the podcast tonight. Uh, he's got a power outage. We're dealing with 80 mile power winds. If you are dealing with those, you know, stay safe. But otherwise, we'll talk about our own hurricane of a human being. Eric, would you like your five minutes of fame? I would just like to,
2: um, first of all, just say Michigan versus everyone in Michigan won. So... All season, the haters have hated, and we continue to come through. I wish Corey was here so I could send him some M's. But uh, unfortunately, he decided to fake a power outage and not be here to face the music, but that's okay. We
1: love him. Uh,
2: (laughs) And uh, how about we roll it back next year? Come back to college, JJ. They can be the first overall next year. We can win two in
1: a row. Yeah, that'd be crazy. So that's Eric. We're joined by him. He's at a corndog on Sleeper. We're also joined, as always, by Evan. Evan, say hi.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: Good evening. Your beard is looking just scrumptious. You look better every week.
0: I'm I'm trying to grow it out. You know, I'm trying to compete with Eric over here and Corey, Corey's magnificent beard, your magnificent mustache. Like, I'm just trying to keep up the game, you know? Yep.
1: And we are joined by a very special guest. David, you want to tell people where to
3: find you and what you do? Hey, Mike, thanks for having me, man. Uh, Well, first, I thought I might have been brought on because I'm making Evan's beard look even better now because I can't grow (laughs) much myself uh but yeah i'm david you can find me on twitter at dmendio too uh, i do a lot of betting content but pretty much all my content is triple play fantasy uh the company that i started and my brother started and we're ramping up for baseball season now that fantasy football is kind of closing so you'll be seeing a bunch of baseball content from me from the channel as well as continued basketball content so it's a cool stuff over we got going
1: yeah it's awesome man uh, i don't know if any of you guys have you know clicked on any of david's stuff but he is crushing the betting scene like It's just constantly like win, 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 plus units, plus units. And then Evan and I are just throwing our money away for fun. (laughs) But anyway, let's do a little prediction and cold open. Instead of our normal questions where we talk about how many dragons we could fight, let's do Super Bowl guesses. So Evan, who is winning the Super Bowl this year and who's playing in it? You also might need to unmute yourself to help. (laughs)
0: I can't go with my Eagles because they've looked like absolute garbage. So that's really unfortunate. It's definitely not going to be the Bucs. Let's say it's going to definitely not be the Cowboys because everybody hates the Cowboys. And let's go with Niners because they should have been there last year over the Eagles. Sure. If Purdy wouldn't have gotten hurt, they would have been there. Uh, And let's go with the love story of the Browns. Why not?
1: Oh, man. I need a Joe Flacco Super Bowl. I need it yeah, in my veins. Everybody
0: wants it. Everybody needs it. So let's see it.
1: It'd be so funny. Eric, who you got for your Super Bowl predictions? He's frozen. David, who you got for your Super Bowl <laughs> predictions? <laughs> uh,
3: I think for me, I think this is the Niners year to come out of the NFC. I think last year could have been their year as well. And they're coming back with a vengeance this year and obviously the number one seed i think is playing even more of a role now that there's only one bye. so i think that that obviously gives them a huge advantage there and for the afc side i've been just thinking it's gonna be buffalo like them pulling out that win changes the entire format of the playoffs for the afc Mm -hmm. side the chiefs would have played the steelers who i'm a big chiefs fan so like that would have been an amazing first round matchup. Now they play the Dolphins, who I could easily see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I, I feel like you could also jump in on that because, you know, without yeah. TJ Watt in there, uh, it's yeah. going to be a hard game. But I think the Bills at home, I think, take care of business. And then if I believe if it shapes up correctly, they would probably play the uh, Browns or the Texans most likely. Mm -hmm. Um, and then again, like they would have to maybe play Baltimore in Baltimore, but the Baltimore's track record in the playoffs isn't necessarily an amazing one. So I think the bills have it laid out for them to make a run here. And so I'm going to say it's going to be Buffalo and Niners final who's winning. I think Niners this year. Okay.
1: That's exciting. Eric, who you got? So probably on
2: track with me in general, I'm going way off the beaten path. I am picking a Super Bowl of Browns versus Rams. And I think the Rams end up winning a Super Bowl, giving Stafford two, and he's inevitably going to be a Hall of Famer.
1: (laughs) All right. So we got that out of the way early. Uh, That is Eric's bad take of the week. Thank you for joining in, everybody. Uh, uh, (laughs) We'll revisit this in a month, and you'll change that crap. It'd be so funny. Uh, I'm going to just lay out, not my actual prediction, but I want to give the funniest possible circumstance for the Super Bowl. So it's Cowboys, Dak, minor injury. We're never rooting for injuries, but Dak gets hurt in the first round. So now Trey Lance comes in. Trey Lance plays the 49ers, destroys the 49ers, goes to the Super Bowl. On the flip side, Joe Flacco and the Browns beat the Ravens. So now Flacco beats the Ravens, Lance beats the Niners, and you have – just the funniest quarterback matchup possible between Trey Lance and Joe Flacco. And I think Flacco's experience pulls it
3: off Browns by 20. I have one question to that though. Does Trey Lance go before Cooper rush does? Uh, Probably not. I actually think they would sit him, which is
1: just (laughs) even funnier. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love that scenario. Uh, Root for the chaos up. There is also a Mason Rudolph Baker Mayfield matchup, which would be (laughs) electric or uh, just any Jared Goff situation because then the Rams are like, what did we miss here? But all very solid guesses. Can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm very excited for the playoffs. Let's get into some news. So official declaration day for the draft is January 15th. Evan has already started. like He is tracking all of that religiously. Uh, all of those are going to be posted on our Discord. So if you guys haven't joined that yet, we'll post the link after this. It's pretty exciting. Uh, big transfer news. Judkins, Quinshawn Judkins to Ohio State. Evan, you want to talk about what that means for Judkins, what it means for Ohio State, and what it means, probably most importantly for the show, Travion Henderson.
0: Well, I think it's really interesting because reports already came out that he met with Travion when he was there. He did a, a official visit, and he had a conversation with the coaching staff and Travion, and everybody was on board with the two of them splitting carries, which would make it a incredibly dynamic backfield and would be probably the best backfield from a talent perspective in all of college football. Oh yeah. And then the the bigger one though, that didn't go to Ohio state was Malachi Nelson going Mm -hmm. to Boise state, the former five-star recruit, maybe four, depending on what recruiting service you look at was at USC very well. Could have been the USC starter next year, or at the very least push for that job. And he was expected to potentially be going to Ohio state uh, as a rumor there. Um, So it's, big to be able to see him not go to Ohio State as a Penn State fan and for Eric as a Michigan fan.
1: Yeah. Got to keep the Big Ten a little nerfed. Cool. And then we already hit on this, Eric, but does anybody else have thoughts about the college football playoff? Was it exciting? Or it like Michigan has a bunch of grown men playing college football, so it's not that fun. Cool. All
0: the, right. No, no, no. Pennix, real quick. Penix missing multiple wide open receivers mm-hmm. or multiple reads that he probably should have been making. Does that give you any pause for concern?
1: I do want to say we watched CJ Stroud last year ball out against the nation's best defense, and that should have put all of his draft haters like to bed. Pennix facing one of the nation's best defenses looked like Bryce Young, looked like Zach Wilson, looked like insert your least favorite quarterback here, Like did not do a great job against them, and it it has to do something with his draft stock, but his draft stock already was late first best case scenario the people that were talking about top 15 buzz were just that was recency bias getting a little too excited so i don't think that game specifically hurts his draft stock but it doesn't help which he needs some help i
3: I joked around with my buddies today at work i said the fourth down throw he had where he had um i forgot which receiver was but where he had him wide open and he threw it to the wrong shoulder and over and like
0: walking for a touchdown.
3: I said that throw, I said it's one throw in the game and it's early on, but I said, I guarantee you that throw some scouts see that. And like, it's a huge play in the game. He's wide open and you have to hit that throw. Like yeah. just the how badly he missed him too. I was like, that throw could easily have him just like, like you said, Mike, he was, I guess getting kind of momentum or if you want to say like, it was kind of recency mm-hmm. bias, like mock drafts were having him going in the top 15, that throw right there probably yeah. took him back to where he was initially going to go before he had his last game uh when he balled out against Texas so uh I do think he's I'm sure gonna also do well at the Combine I would be shocked if he gets out of the first round because I think teams are going to trade up just for him even if it's at the back end of the first Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that's taken like in the top 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. like I think initially people thought he might
1: yeah I think there's gonna be some medical red flags there I mean he is Enough knee injuries that he looks like a forty-year-old military veteran. Like, yeah. it's just not not what you want to see.
0: And shoulder injuries. Don't forget about that. Oh yeah. After uh, um, release, after crazy.
1: this run, are
2: you guys going JJ or Penix now? Penix still.
0: Yeah, Penix. JJ's going back to college unless. Also, yeah. fun fact:
1: JJ averaged sixteen completions per game, and that is including. He only had more than 20 completions per game against unranked teams. So when the world needed him most, he hid behind Corum.
0: And mm. that offensive line that probably has multiple, yeah. multiple. Day oh, yeah. Talents, and
1: so. I don't blame the Michigan system for doing that. Like that is that is the right way. And like you go undefeated and win the national championship. It rocks. It just makes the evaluation of McCarthy even harder. And you need to dig mm-hmm. and look into those tools. I
2: he think has that- the
1: tools. He just doesn't display them often.
2: I think if he was playing in a Washington style offense, you would see a lot more from him. I think the way the Harbaugh runs his offense is a yeah. like power running team, so you don't get to see it as much. But I think there's also something to be said that he he wins. He went 27 and one in starting at Michigan, which is fantastic, and he's a big part yeah. of the reason of the resurgence too.
1: Uh, quarterbacks aren't a win step anyway. Coaching changes. Black Monday was yesterday, so we have seen Arthur Smith gone toasted away. Evan, would you like to talk about Arthur Smith being gone and what that means for hashtag free Kyle Pitts?
0: Uh, It means there's a chance. It means if you have Kyle Pitts and you're not sold on him, right now is the hopium time to be able to sell him. Like you can be able to sell somebody on Kyle Pitts, getting a new coordinator in there, getting a new head coach in there, getting a new quarterback in the off season. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's willing to bite on that, they might be willing to pay what was full price for him or close to full price last offseason yep. when he's definitely not worth that right now, based off of what we've seen. I think it means more for Drake London, though, personally.
1: Do you think that London is going to have a like resurgence? Well, not a resurgence. I mean, it's year three, but you think he's going to have that year three breakout?
0: Yeah, I mean, the the year three breakout, if you actually get a quarterback that can distribute the football in there, uh, not be awful, not need to say that it's a Ritter game and just kind of hope for the best uh, on what happens on those home games uh, where Ritter was actually halfway decent, not decent, but halfway uh, there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're seeing everything that you need to. I think it makes them a prime candidate to also make a bid for one of those top five picks to probably take one of the top three quarterbacks.
1: I would love to see Jaden Daniels in Atlanta. That would just be so exciting. All right. That is Arthur Smith. The bad man is gone. Uh, So kind of a surprise firing for some people. It wasn't that big of a surprise to Titans fans. Uh, Brable out of Tennessee. Uh, David, not to put you on the spot, do you think that there's a better option that they're going to find, or do you think it was just time and they needed a fresh perspective of the building?
3: My impression when I saw that was for the longest time, they've been a grinded out, Run, run it in the ground 20-plus times with Derrick Henry, play good defense team, and that is not winning in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing they had that association with him, and that's how he liked to do things. Obviously, Derrick Henry being being there is a big part of that, but I think they wanted – let's bring in a young – Or, you know, some offensive minded head coach that we're going to be able to work better with our quarterback, someone that's a quarterback guru, quote unquote, Mm. and turn this offense into something different because it's not working. And in that regard, I do agree because, look, the Tennessee's had some good years. They went to the AFC championship game a few years ago. They're always deceptively better than they should be but no one's ever picking them to win the Super Bowl or most years not even win the division. So
1: yeah.
3: I think they needed the fresh start there. Vabral is a top five head coach in this league, but his type of style for that team, I think they needed a new voice there. So I think for both sides, it's great. I think Tennessee's going to get that fresh start. Derrick Henry's not going to be there next year. Is it Levis? You know, they have the seventh pick in the draft. Are they going to take another quarterback? I wouldn't think so, but you never know. Uh, you know, I would love that seventh pick to be used on like Malik neighbors or something like that for them to put, you know, have a nice young, really good wide receiver to go there. Um, but again, I think Rabel's going to land on his feet. There's going to be 20 plus teams that probably would want him there. Um, so whoever ends up, I'm sure he'll get a, a huge contract from whichever team does get him. So, uh, but yeah, both sides, great move. I think it's for the best.
0: Well, and let's also not forget that ownership came out and said that they didn't even think about trading Vrabel yeah. because it would be too complicated.
3: Yeah. Seems yeah. lazy. That, that was very weird language. I'm almost like, is it just like a disrespectful type of move to trade a yeah. coach? Like, if, if Is it like we're showing the lack of respect we have for you because we're trading you away? Or is it more kind of like we mutually agree to, to part way? I don't I, it didn't make sense to me like that. That can't be the whole story. There has to be something else to that. Yeah. Cause why would you but, not, if, if you can get draft compensation, even if it's a seventh round pick, why would you not take it? You know?
1: I think the issue that they have there is that they thought it was going to take too long and they want, they want to be on the first wave of coaching hires. So they're trying to like, let's not try to do the whole dog and pony show and like get for traded. Let's cut ways. The moment that somebody becomes available, we can start interviewing and hiring. That's the only thing I can see.
3: I get that. I just feel like Vrabel is a pretty high-profile head coach. So, like, I feel like if you want to, uh, (laughs) yeah, like I mean, again, teams that have head coaches that might not have considered firing them might, if they get a shot at Vrabel, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't know if that'd be the case, but like, yeah. Every almost every team's gonna want to come calling for him that doesn't have a coach like solidified in place. Mm-hmm.
1: But be cool to see how it plays out. Um, I hope that somebody comes in there that's like a quarterback whisperer that can help out Will Levis. But uh, that roster needs some love desperately. Trading AJ Brown for Traylon Burks was all time bad beat. But last Black Friday news or Black Monday news, no deals today. Bad deals. Ron Rivera. Out of Washington, Eric, is Sam Howell the quarterback in Washington week one next year?
2: Absolutely not. Uh, Them getting the second overall pick, they're going to get a coach who's going to get his choice of whether whoever goes basically Williams or May. They're going to get their choice of whoever's not that or Jaden Daniels, if they really like that. And whoever that is, is going to be the week one starter right off the bat, in my opinion, which I actually think makes Washington – where I thought wasn't an attractive coaching hire, I think actually makes it now a, an attractive coaching hire that high-profile like high profile coaches will want to go coach there. Um, I know I've heard that the owner's enamored with Belichick, but that just seems like a weird fit. I think you're going to see more like a Ben Johnson from the Lions or some offensive hot offensive guy who's going to end up going there and want to take their guy. So, no, I, I don't see how uh, starting again.
0: What what is the percent chance that the enemy is the head coach next year?
1: Seventy five percent. I'd say it's he's the odds I on mean, awesome yeah. favorite.
3: He'll definitely get an what, interview for sure. Th- 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 and that's think about thing. what he's
1: done with that offense and what he's done with their points per game. Like he can't help that the defense is an abomination as the OC. So he did very well in his role, and like
0: the team responds well to him. It it makes sense. Would would you not love that spot for Vrabel? Like just have a defensive minded head coach to be able to whip the defense, have enemy just get the absolute reins of the offense, be able to do everything that he wants. Yeah. you saying bring Rabel in as a DC? No, Rabel in as the head coach. And the team, enemy yeah. would leave then. You don't ah oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's right. Okay. All enemy right.
1: Bienvenue's been like itching for a head coaching job. I think they actually hired him with the intention of like be unless Rivera team. turns this team around, like your dog eared as the
0: next guy. Okay. So
3: I think it's kind of interesting if they do take Drake May because Sam Howell and Drake May are teammates. We're teammates at UNC. And so if they have him in the yeah. same quarterback room, I feel like that it's, it's going to be as good an environment as you would want. You have two guys that are used to being in the same room already and are probably just mm-hmm. going to root for each other. And like it would create a healthy atmosphere. And Sam Howell is not a bad backup quarterback to have. No. So you could have your one and two and be set, you know, assuming Drake May pans out and that that's about as good of a one two as you would want to go going forward for the next five to ten years. You would think. Also, think yeah. about
0: the, the the coming home story if uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams ends up falling there. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's
3: DC native. You know
0: the, the yeah. hometown kid comes home to be able to do it. Man, what a storyline!
1: Every mock draft that has Washington trading up to one is just going to cite, he's a DC guy. He's a DC yeah. guy. He's a DC, and it makes it makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. But I think that does it for head coaches. I'm just gonna run through the other position coaches that have moved. Uh Mike Caldwell, the Jaguars, DC out of the building, Wink Martindale, the Giants, R.I.P. out of there. Josh McCown, quarterback coach for the Panthers. I don't know if you watch the Panthers. They need a new quarterback coach. Duce Staley, running back coach for the Panthers. I don't know if you watch the Panthers. They need a new Every coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie Permalee, running back coach for the Jaguars, and Bobby Johnson, O-line for the Giants. Basically, bad teams gutted their stabs, which is probably what you should do. Cool. All right, I think that does it for news and notes, unless anybody has random things that I'm missing. No? All right, before we dive into trivia, uh, we are at 196 subscribers, so if you guys like the content, we would love a little click. It's down there, I think, that way, if you're on YouTube. But uh, it's just a click for you guys, but it means a ton for us and trying to get this channel moving. This week, we are going to do some 2023 trivia. The way this is going to work, I have set up about 10 questions. Each of them is going to be worth five points. You guys are going to write down your answer, and then we're going to go around the horn. It'll always go Evan first, then David, then Eric. You're going to read your answer, and then I will laugh at you if you get it wrong. <laughs> we'll do that a couple of times. At the end, we'll do like a final Jeopardy where you can ra- uh, wager your things. And it should be a fun time and hopefully informative for the people at home. If you guys are watching, feel free to comment your answers We would love to hear from you and see how you're doing. Make sure that Evan's not cheating. Cool? All right. Let's dive into it with question number one. The difference between Christian McCaffrey's scrimmage yards and the second running back's scrimmage yards was A, 86 yards, B, 148 yards, C, 307 yards, or D, 438 yards. Take your time. Let's think about it. While we talk about this, uh, Christian McCaffrey had an amazing season for fantasy. He was the running back one, and the difference between him and the running back two in total points was 101, which is absolutely ridiculous. Did I fill enough time? Are you guys ready with your answers? Evan, let's see it. I can't see that. I need you to read it to me. I need you to unmute and read. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a good a, show. We're it's ready. A it's a C. All a right. C. C, 307 yards. David, what you got?
3: I have B. B, 148. 148.
1: Eric? I've got D, 438.
2: Yeah. Man. I was,
0: I was really considering D. I really was. That's Ladies what I was and gentlemen,
1: him. Eric is the only one that got it right. Eric Ooh. is currently in first. Oh, five points. Man. If Eric gets our trivia right, I am going to laugh. All right. Question number two. The tight end won in fantasy points per game, and this is in PPR, was A, Travis Kelsey, B, Sam Laporta, C, Taysom Hill, or D, TJ Hawkinson? Your time starts now. Should I just sing the Jeopardy song while we do this? Like, do, 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 <sighs> But while we talk about this, uh, Sam LaPorta was the tight end one in total points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Ingram was actually the tight end two in total points, which is really cool. He was not listed here because he played all 17 games and had a strange, strange season. He had 143 targets, Evan Ingram did, which is a ridiculous amount. So, Evan. Tight ends. Who is tight end one in points per game?
0: I'm going with uh, Hawkinson. Not playing the last couple games. Um, Unfortunate. Um, But definitely considered Kelsey here.
3: Mm. David? I think it's Hawkinson for that reason as well.
1: Okay. And Eric? I almost
2: went Taysom Hill, just as that feels like a sneaky, like, why is that there ad. But uh, no, I went
1: Hawkinson as well. All right. I am deeply sorry. So I'm going to read. Travis Kelsey played 15 games and he scored 219.4 fantasy points. TJ Hawkinson played 15 games and he scored 219.0 fantasy Ooh, points. Man, it was Travis Kelsey. So two,
3: guesses, for, two for two on good.
0: the second one that I want to take. I,
1: let me know my, what your other gut one you're thinking next, and I'm gonna go that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: my gut's out the window. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just just a good second place guy all right question number three the worst division in the NFL how many total wins did the NFC South have in 2023 a 25 wins B 27 wins C 30 wins or D 33 wins again if you're at home drop the comments in there just say what your answer is and maybe I'll put it up on the screen and try to give the guys some help but While we talk about the NFC South, did you guys know that the bottom three teams in the AFC North, so not including the one seed Baltimore Ravens, had more wins than the entire NFC South?
3: Yeah, they were all over five hundred, which is crazy. Wild. All right, Evan, what's your answer?
0: My gut said B, so I went with A. All
1: right, (laughs) A twenty-five. That's unfortunate, Uh, David. What
3: you got? I was going with A as well, because I know the Panthers had two, and I know the other three teams were right around 500 or a little bit below, so I calculated it. I think it's 25. Okay. And Eric.
2: Well, the um, Bucks had nine wins, Saints had nine wins, the Falcons had seven wins, and the Panthers had two wins, so it's B27.
3: Oh, I was wrong.
1: Eric is dominating, you guys. It is 27 wins.
3: Why did I think the other ones had, like, they were around, like, 7, 8? I realized realize they had nine. Well, well, Arthur Smith went seven man. and
1: ten, seven
2: and ten, and seven and ten. So that's the number that's floating around too. Yeah, man.
1: Eric's that sneaky smart kid. So for you looking for the standings, it is currently Eric at ten points, and then David and Evan are having fun.
0: Second place, second place champ here. You know, just keep yeah. picking the second answer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like to my... feel alone at second place. So
1: I'm with him. It's nice of you. He was like, my gut said B, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> but. On the flip side, how many wins did the AFC North have? A, 35, B, 38, C, 40, or D, 43? Man. Everybody is thinking hard. I can see Evan doing math in his head. This is a nightmare fuel. Math at home. Do, do 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 do. We're gonna do five, four, three, two, one. Evan, your math is over. What do you have?
0: Forty-three D.
1: Hey. Okay, that's a good guess. We'll see if you got. What was your second guess? Forty. Okay, that's interesting, David.
3: I'll go forty. Okay. I'm going with a second guess. <laughs>
1: that's that's a solid strategy. And Eric.
2: Well, Ravens had 13, uh, Bengals had nine, Steelers had 10, and Browns had 11, so 43D.
1: Eric knows ball. It's 43. Oh. Man. I, was... I can't tell if it's good trivia because you guys aren't getting it or if it's like sad, not good trivia because it's too hard. But. It's <laughs> not too hard. Well, now I'm, I need to sad. guess it now.
0: Eric's just, like, super fueled by alcohol right now and all of the shots that he had last night.
1: Yep. This Michigan. is just hungover. This is what a Michigan education can do for you. It's, it's, the, it's the
0: only time that he can do math is when he's hungover.
1: rolled a death. Probably actually true. Right. Right now. So our standings are, what, 15-5 and fun? Zero. Yeah, fun? Yeah, fun. I like that better. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's like tennis when they say love. All yeah, right, exactly. so yeah. – Rookie fever hit us hard this year. How many rookies finished top 24 at their position this season? Was it A, 6, B, 9, C, 12, and D, 15? This is only quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We're not doing kickers or IDPs because that would be a nightmare. But while we talk about this, uh, Sam Laporta had the tight end one season as a rookie. I tried to go back and find the last time that happened, and I honestly couldn't find one. So if you guys can think of that at home, feel free to let us know. But uh, rookie tight ends aren't supposed to do this. But back to the bold take battle. I said that two rookie tight ends would finish in the top 12, and that was correct. So that can help you guys with your guess here. I feel like David writes his question down immediately. He's like, I know this. Here's the answer. And Evan is just doing like calculus in the background. Evan, are you ready? I cost. think so. Okay. Hit me with it.
0: I think it's 12, but my second 12. answer was B for nine.
1: Okay. Interesting. David?
3: I mean, I know the top of my head, it has to be, I'm, I'm pretty sure it has to be C or D because I'm just going through all these rookies in my head and I feel like it's double digits. I could be wrong. um we'll see. I'm going to say this was an amazing year for rookies, like just going through all of my head. I'm going to go 15. I'm going to go all of them.
1: Okay. And Eric. I'm going to go B. Okay. I promise I didn't give Eric the questions ahead of time. It was B. Oh my. So it was Stroud, Young, Young stuck in as the quarterback, 23. And Bijan Gibbs, a-Chan finishes the running back 24 in 11 nice. games. Great. Puka, Addison, Laporta, Kincaid. So those so, the whole thing. Rice dropped out just a little bit. That he was, was like I was 27. Um I had, I had, had Rice Rice
0: and Dell in there, but Dell makes yep. sense because he, I didn't didn't think of Del, games. I he didn't play enough games. But I had Rice enough games that yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: And then uh Richardson, R.I.P. Yeah. Mus-
0: Musgrave didn't make it for tight ends.
1: Nope, because remember Musgrave got hurt and then Tucker Craft filled in. Kraft but him. if you combined those two into one human, they would have finished at 44. <sighs> what, what about, about Jaden Reed? Jaden Reed finished as like the PPR. Jaden Reed finished as the wide receiver 25.
3: I like, see, like, that's why I'm <laughs> oh. so many that were like on the fringe. I was like, Rice, Reed, like, that's why I yep, thought. Here, he wait, ready?
1: I'm going to run through the wide receivers 25 to 30. You got Jaden Reed, Garrett Wilson. Rasheed Rice, Chris Godwin, George Pickens, Zay Flowers. That's another So just one, there. Like, there's three. It felt
3: like there was more. That's why I'm kind of yep. shocked there's only nine. Yep.
1: All right. So we still have Eric well out in front. Are you guys ready for question number? I don't know what number we're on. Five. Five. We definitely Six? don't have ten questions. We'll I don't see. Know. I'm going to count each kicker as a question. <laughs> All right. So Puka Nakua broke the rookie receiving yards record. How many more yards did he have than the record? Is it A, two yards, B, 13 yards, C, 94 yards, or D, 167 yards? There's no math to be done here. This is just vibes based questions. David, what are your vibes around this right now? Should I answer first? You can answer or you can just give your thoughts.
3: I know. I'm pretty sure I know this one. Ooh.
1: All right. Well, make sure you guys write down your question or your answers then. But hit us with it. What is it?
3: I think it's A because I'm pretty sure he. Yeah, I won't get the read. I'm pretty sure it's A.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Evan. Well, that's really unfortunate because my second answer was A.
3: <laughs> What's your first answer? <laughs> B.
1: Okay. Eric. Also had B. Okay. He had 13 more yards than the current record, which was Bill Groman. What?
3: I, I was is, pretty sure he needed 29 and he had fourth for 31 in a touchdown. I can double check it while
1: you guys are. I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you're right.
3: I just, I've thought in my head, I remember seeing that he got it by like two yards.
1: Yeah. I think he got it by two yards and then he got another catch later in the game, which was probably happened. Heartbreaking.
3: I'm literally looking like a complete idiot right now.
1: You, these are just tough questions. So he had 14. Nope. Yep, fourteen hundred and eighty-six yards, and Bill Grumman had fourteen hundred and seventy-three. And that was in fourteen games in nineteen sixty for the Houston Oilers.
3: How many more catches did he get than Waddle? Was it one or two? Then Waddle? Waddle had the the second most catches. Ooh, he passed Waddle for that. If that's if it was two, uh, that's then what's where I probably pulled that from
1: stat muse has that blocked out for me right now but he only has four more than anquan Bolden, and there's a name grayed out in between so
3: i'm it gonna guess 2 I'm, I'm gonna look right now um, i'm pretty sure that if it's two that's why i'm an idiot and thought that was what i was thinking of catches in the yards are sneaky
1: all right this is a fun one so eric how many points do you have i got all but one of them right so 10 15 20, that means 25. That you have 25 points and Uh, David, you're still having fun, right?
3: Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, Okay. Waddle had, uh, it was by one catch, not two. So I look at him like more of an idiot. (laughs) And we're uh, taking open enrollment in Michigan if you can get those numbers up. (laughs) I'm applying right now as we speak.
1: Yeah, he's doing that in the background. That's why he's not getting the questions, right? He's applying to Michigan. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do, David, you're in last place. This is your chance to close the gap on Eric. So. Eric, if you get this question right over David, you are going to steal 10 of his points, so he's going to go to negative (laughs) 10 points. But if David gets this right over you, he is going to steal 20 of yours. Let's go. So are you guys ready? Head-to-head, first versus last place, which of these tight ends outscored Kyle Pitts in the first month this year? Was it A, Taysom Hill, B, Durham Smythe, C, Mike Gusecki, Or D, Blake Bell. Evan, while they're doing this, which one do you think it is and why? Better yet, what's your second question or your second answer? (laughs)
0: Uh, I don't think it's Taysom Hill because I don't remember him playing a ton in the early part of the season. uh, Which, for some unknown reason, I remember Hunter Henry absolutely smashing to start the season, which makes me think it's also Nakaseki. Hmm. Which you've narrowed it down to two for him. Which leads me down to Durham Smythe, because why not? It's Mike McDaniels, and he would do something crazy stupid like that to just mess with all of us.
1: That would be very funny. But all right, David, you are in last place, so you get to go first. And if you pick, it's the same thing Eric did. Eric has to pick a different name. So
3: I feel like Eric should get to go first then, because I feel like that's not fair to him. No, you're the guest.
1: You're the guest, and we're bullying Eric. That's part of the bit here. That's rude. <laughs> all right so what you got
3: so my heart and my head on this one my heart wants mike gusecki because he's won me a lot of money mm. and my head says durham Smythe. so I'll, I'll go with my head here and i'll say it's durham Smythe.
1: eric who do you have
2: doesn't matter he won it <laughs> i knew the answer i should have i refused to pick because he got it right
1: all right well what we'll do is we'll we'll just split the points in half then so you both get to go. 12 and a half points I literally knew that answer, too. How did you know? Oh, yeah, we did make Durham Smythe jokes like week five. But uh, Kyle Pitts was the tight end 29 in the first month of the season with Durham Smythe scoring 0.6 more points than him, Mike Gusecki scoring two points less, and then every other name down there is like way down there. They just happen to fall into the end zone once. This is going to be an exciting one. I am going to start a timer for 10 seconds sorry 15 seconds you guys are going to write down your answers and you're going to have to show them up to the screen while you're talking are you ready ready time starts now name five kickers for the people at home if you still have kickers in your fantasy leagues get rid of them we are halfway through your time five four three two one pens down Put those answers up, even if you're not answering. I don't want to see any sneaky stuff. Oh, man. I got two. (laughs) Three. I got got three.
0: And one's not even in the NFL anymore.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's do uh, Evan (laughs) first. Who were your two? Because I can't read your handwriting.
0: Yeah, Tucker and Janikowski, because Seabass was awesome. Nice. (laughs)
1: I asked my dad this earlier, and he he just named every Steelers kicker since like 1955. (laughs) Couldn't name a single one for another team.
2: (laughs) Oh, we could have named ones that weren't in the NFL right now?
3: You shouldn't have. He
0: literally just said kickers. He never said current. David,
3: who are your kickers? I said Brandon Aubrey, Brandon McManus, and Harrison Bucker. Lots of Brandons.
0: Bucker. That's who I forgot.
2: (laughs) Um,
3: Brandon.
0: Brandon.
2: Brandon Brandon
3: on the brain. Eric? Any
2: Brandons? I don't know why Nick Folk jumped in my head. I'm not even sure if he's still in the NFL or not, but he was a Jets kicker. And then Carlos Santos, he's Bears, and Justin Tucker.
3: Okay. So oh, you both
2: Eric,
0: got... you should remember Jay Elliott.
1: Oh, yeah, Jake. <laughs> oh, Damn. man. All right. Well, that has been a magical, magical. I don't think it actually ended up being 10. I think it ended up being 8 at the end. But we are going to hit our final question, our little final jeopardy. And then we can do some more just like random chatting about stuff, or we can just close the show out. But Final Jeopardy, you're going to have to write down how much you wager and your answer. But what do I have? You both have 12 and a half. You and David. What? We, we split your points. <laughs> <laughs> he sniped them from you. I'm sorry. sorry. So we, we got 12 and a half, 12 me. and a half. And then Evan, really you to have 10. I have
0: 10. So. All
1: right. So there's going to be a lot of wagering strategy going on here final question who has the most fantasy points in a season since lt's magical 2006 season you have to write down your wager and your answer there's a couple of names that come to mind i'm sure you guys are already thinking about them but it would be a good one thank you big sixty six, Dicker 66 uh, kicker. Dick i kicker. cannot believe nobody named Dicker <sighs> the kicker.
0: hey are we talking non-quarterbacks
1: uh i don't think it matters if that helps yeah Mm -hmm.
3: cool do you have your answer do you have to name the year like or like no you can just the player okay
1: there's there's a couple with like long windows that you can just throw them out there and see how it goes yeah all right are you ready let's see it let's let's feel it how many points did you wager and who did you put them on
0: All 10, because why not? I'm already out of this thing, so I said Randy Moss. Randy Moss? It's Tom Brady season. Okay, okay. Interesting.
3: David? I just said Christian McCaffrey. The one I remember the one year it was with the Panthers, like the original. I think he might have done it.
1: Okay, interesting. And Eric, what's your best guess? I
2: said the exact same thing as Evan, Randy Moss,
1: that Tom Brady year. And how many points did you and David bet?
3: I bet all mine. I'm at I
1: zero. It. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlefolk, I'm going to read the top seasons starting at 2021, Josh Allen, 2013, Peyton Manning, 2019, Lamar Jackson, 2018, Mahomes, 2022, Mahomes, then 2021, Cooper Cup, but even better. 2019 Christian McCaffrey had 471 PPR points in 16 games played so I wasn't even in the 17 games. He had let me get this right.
3: I remember he uh, dominated
1: 19 rushing touchdowns or no, 19 total touchdowns with 15 of those being rushing. He had an ungodly amount of catches and he had 2392 Ooh. scrimmage yards. So just broke the door open. That does it for our trivia today, folks. I hope you guys had a magical time. David, we're gonna mail you your own ffrpg merch, I'll which go. you get to take home as a prize. Congratulations, Eric. Sorry, just can Eric. Can Eric sign time. it
3: before he gets sent to me. I can send it to Eric and have him sign it and yeah. send it to you. Okay. That's my on again. I can wear it with his. Okay. Only
2: one with my points.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> He was just holding them for you. <laughs> but I hope the people at home had a good time. I hope you guys all learned something. Uh, David, thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you had a good time. Uh, we try and just goof off here. Do You want to let the people at home know where to find you and you know what you're working on coming up.
3: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, I Mike. Mean, this is a, a blast being with you guys. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, again, you can find me on Twitter at Demendio2 uh all of my content right now is just with my company triple play fantasy i do a lot of betting content on twitter though as well as like some other random stuff as well but um yeah if you want to follow us over there we're on youtube any podcast platform uh anywhere any all social media so check us out very cool evan you got anything you're working on coming up or just still building the titan stadium Yeah,
0: no, still working with permitting for the Titan Stadium. We just had our uh, every other week meeting uh, for it yesterday. So it's always a lot of fun, always a bunch of crazy engineering problems that they just kind of throw at us and say, hey, how can the city solve this for us? Thanks.
2: Did you have to uh, cancel your two o'clock with Brayville tomorrow?
0: (laughs) If (laughs) if only that was on the table.
1: Man, just tell Miss Amy we say hey, but... Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks to everybody that was listening and I hope you have a lovely night. Bye-bye.